Hey everyone, this is Jenny. This is Hillary. We are the Garden Tarts. And I know you all were expecting Zeropa Side B this week, but we haven't covered the inauguration yet. We haven't. Plus, we really should stretch out our content as, <laughs> as much as we can because at some point it's we're so going to run out of albums. You don't need Tart Talks back to back. You'll have no. it next we promise. Maybe. Unless I mean, just, unless something happens. Right. Or unless, yeah, we have something seriously cool we're talking about. Right. I mean, but how silly of us to schedule those Europa apps <laughs> during the inauguration. I we did not know. plan that well. No. Not at all. But you know what? It's our pod and we make the rules. Yeah. This is true. So, on Wednesday, January 20th, if you were unaware somehow in the world, (laughs) here in America, we inaugurated a new president and a new vice president. I do believe the whole world was paying attention. I'm pretty sure. It seemed like everyone in the world was watching. Like, we don't even have to do this, but... Hated breath, yeah. It would be against everything we stand for not to comment on. I know. Well, and we individually work so hard, both in our podcast community and in our states and in our counties to help get them elected. So it would be silly for us to not talk about it. What was your viewing experience? My sister, who is a three-hour time difference away from me. She and I decided we were going to FaceTime and do it together. She's like, I'm going to get up early, make sure I'm you know, ready to go. And we knew that it started at, the TV coverage was going to start at 11 a.m., my time. And so she's like, okay, I'll make sure. When we talked then, we put it on, and like people were arriving. It wasn't much. And she's like, do we need to be watching yet, together yet? And I was like, I don't think so. I think we have till noon. She's like, okay, I'm going to make some breakfast and like I'm gonna make some coffee and of course the whole time what's lingering over me is that my kids are home in virtual school and I don't know when they're gonna want lunch <laughs> <laughs> I do know that the inauguration went straight through their official lunch time <laughs> I was like please don't ask me for anything so finally she and I decided like you know what as soon we were unsure what time they said around noon the swearing-ins would be, but that they wouldn't give us specific time. And she's like, I'm going to call you after the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm so glad she did, because right then, at 11.40, they swore in Vice President Kamala Harris, and we just ugly cried. Like, snot down our faces. <laughs> and like, I'm like looking at the TV like, well, and I look at her on my computer, and she's like, whoa! <laughs> and so my youngest, who was 10, was out of class and I was like you come sit with me come sit with me it's gonna be really short but you're gonna be glad I made you watch this but the whole time she's like mom you're fine (laughs) so this was my experience you're fine mom (laughs) I'm like I know it's why I'm crying (laughs) I watched with my parents when vice president Harris was sworn in we cried definitely for womankind and for minority and just I feel like it was more of an emotional cry but when President Biden was sworn in I'm gonna cry now because it's it was a crying of relief and healing and I feel like I 
I didn't expect, I knew I was going to cry when she got sworn in. I didn't expect to have that reaction and, and still have that reaction because I am kind of crying out. It just, I think, hit me and hit my mom and hit my dad that, you know, what a horrible experience the world has gone through because of one man in the past four years. And it was, just, I felt like it was, I don't know, I guess coming back from war or something, but it was a, it was a heavy, it was a different cry than I would have expected but I mean it's you know to have a man who at the least gives a shit or half a shit <laughs> half a shit yeah. I don't even I'll take half a shit I think he gives many shits but, <laughs> but I would you know just to even have our best interests in mind and at heart a fraction right. of the amount that piece of crap did i'm not even gonna say his name anymore no we're not going to i was surprised at the immediate flood of emotion and tears when vice president harris was sworn in i knew it was going to be proud and emotional and so much but the just onslaught (laughs) of emotion that like poured out of my face so quickly was crazy and maybe it helped that my sister was with me you know because this is something we fight for together. And I expected some level of emotion crying when President Biden was sworn in, but I didn't. I was surprised I didn't cry, but I had this just like sitting up tall, this kind of uplifting lightheartedness in my chest that was just freeing, you know? Like I felt safe all of a sudden. So that was cool. I cried when Lady Gaga sang. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And so my my mom was like, oh my god, what is she gonna wear? I'm so nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure she'll be okay. But they were both of my parents were super impressed with her singing. So oh my god. I, I did make and I almost texted you about this. You and Amanda, I swear it's like being escorted down the stairs. I swear I could read her brain just going, don't trip, don't trip. Don't right. trip. She was holding her skirt up so high. In retrospect, like when she was singing, you could tell that the big, um, was it red or pink? Big red part of her skirt came down like to her thighs, but she was holding it like way up. I didn't realize how high up she was holding it until I saw it. <laughs> you could kind of see this yeah, like pace so in her step. Don't trip. Don't trip. Don't trip. <laughs> she had a, it, it was interesting because, you know, I, so we talk about this with Bono that, you know, you can see him gain composure, like, from his feet. Yeah. Like, sometimes he looks like he's not entirely comfortable, especially at a live performance that more than his fan base are Like, everyone's going to be like, total puke. Yeah. Many, many times I've seen him on his own shows like that, but it just seems like when it's a not his specific fan base the grammys or whatever when he has to perform in situations like that you can just see his and i felt like lady gaga did that like the more she sang the more it was you could just see her composure and i mean what a huge confidence huge obligation my god and you know the prior president i read a lot 
that he had been so frustrated because he couldn't get any celebrities to help him out. No. And boom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Biden gets gets uh, Lady Gaga and J Lo, and I'm sure he didn't have to ask him twice. Nope. And Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks, whose fan base is generally Republican. Yeah. Like I have a friend that is a big fan of his, and and she said that I guess on Twitter, or I don't know where she gets her information from, but that this was not going over well with the general Garth Brooks. I was wondering, I was like, is he a Democrat or is he doing this on purpose? Like, or is he a Republican that is not a Trumpster? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't have an answer yeah. to that question. The whole I, mean, I think it's was, great. I think that, it was, I mean, it it's was great. great. Yeah. But I mean, so I, I'm trying to remember, uh, I mean, Aretha Franklin saying at Obama's first inaugural, which... And Beyonce saying at the second? I think so, but of course they did. Right. Like, there's, there would be no other option. You don't say no. No. <laughs> anyway, it was... My my level of emotion is still just mind-blowing. But one of the things in, in Biden's speech, which I had a hard time concentrating on because I was surprised by my emotional reaction but I went back and read it and he says we will press forward with speed and urgency for we have much to do in this winter of peril and possibility much to repair much to restore much to heal much to build and much to gain and I mean that's that's it we all just need to repair we all need to fixed and healed and rebuilt I just feel like those words by themselves were I just needed to hear that yeah I need to hear that from someone I I just trust and I I absolutely trust him and just to say the words President Biden gets me god I can't believe I cried during this (laughs) this app because it's (laughs) I didn't expect that either it is like five days. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's yeah. <laughs> We're five yeah. days into this presidency. Yeah. But I mean if you're if you can't see, but I am like legit seriously yeah. like, crying here. And um I don't know, it just means just it means so much to me. I um I don't know. I just well, I just feel so relieved. Well and his job is to get to work right away. Right? right. Like and that afternoon, that evening and the next day he's working, working, working and already getting so much done. But as much so like I woke up the next day and was like, I swear the air was different. Like the whole universe was like lighter. It's like we'd taken this big collective sigh. But I'm like, that doesn't make us OK. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right? But I feel like, like we've been through so much that- trauma that we have to allow ourselves to still be on guard. We have to grieve those four years. Absolutely. It's legitimate grief. And that doesn't even count the people that have actually physically lost people in their lives. Right. The 400,000 plus deaths, which by the time this comes out, will probably be 500,000. I would think so. And it's just senseless. Just absolutely. I mean, the blood on that man's hands. He gives zero fucks. Zero fucks. I did, and I think I told you and Garden Tart Amanda, the end of the day on Friday, I was, you know, for four years, I'm like, I don't want to know what that guy's doing. 
I just <laughs> want to know it all. And then I'm like, I'm dying to know what he's doing. Is he like crying in the shower? I mean, what's, what is he doing? Like, I need to know. And my mom's like, that's a stupid question. He's playing golf. And I'm like, yeah, it probably is a stupid question. Someone said, I forget who it was. Some pundit was talk as he and Melania were like boarding Air Force One to leave. And he was like, this man, he's going from the most powerful seat in the world to a chair by the pool. Right. <laughs> and not even one of those nice ones. I hope it's really one low those, and he like right. has trouble getting up. Yeah, one of those ones that's made out of like that plastic shit that like makes leaves lines. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the ones that were like the only ones anyone ever had in like the eighties. Those yeah. chairs. Not yeah. like luxurious chairs. Oh my gosh. I watched him get on the plane too because I was excited to see that but then he spoke first and my dad's like, can you really listen to this? And I'm like, absolutely not. Just put it on mute. Put it on mute and then when he gets on the plane When I turned it on, they had him getting on the plane while people were arriving, while they were like still setting up at the Capitol. So we can't not mention Amanda Gorman. Well, I I have that's my next Can topic. we go to her now? Yeah, so I feel like the two surprises in the inaugural were Amanda Gorman and Ella Elmoff, who is Vice President Harris's stepdaughter. Yeah. She wore that amazing jacket and amazing. My, which which a friend of mine said she had like gold dandruff. But, I mean, that's funny. But she looked just amazing. She looked like a real person that I I think someone said she's a, she's a fashion student or a fashion designer. She is in the fashion industry somehow. So I wonder if she designed that. I think she did. Um, but the, the interesting thing is, and I saw so many people post this too, like, as a Jewish woman, to see her with her hair natural wearing glasses and, and just being real yeah. mm-hmm. that was and then i'm thinking oh my god you know respect except that i straightened my hair and had lasik so that's <laughs> fine though yeah i know but but it was i just i felt after i like praised her and like respect and then i'm like well well, she did something that you maybe couldn't do. That's absolutely right. So Amanda Gorman, I think she left the world speechless. Yes. She is a youth poet laureate, did the inauguration poem. Uh, it's called The Hill We Climb. It's about six minutes long. She is an amazing, amazing performer. The way she read it and delivered it, unbelievable. She, I think she's 20. 2022 i've seen a lot of news coverage about her about her past and yeah but i haven't read it and i have a quote from her that i meant to look up i'm trying to look up i tried to type it real quick after she said it because i didn't want to forget the sentence and i can't find the actual quote google is just not being helpful on my phone right now but it was something to the effect of Being American is stepping into our past and how we repair it. We, the collective white people of America, surely love to think we can just move on. I'll have to look up the actual line because it really, really was powerful. Everything she said, my quote was, I don't want to cry again. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
<laughs> it's very emotional she, stuff. She said, the new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. You know she's writing lyrics for Bono. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> we will hear these words again. Yes. Some shape I mean, or form. But, and I think maybe the reason I identify with that so much is it's such a Bono thing to say. Yeah. The light and just being brave and, and being, you know, it just sounds like a very Bono thing to say. He's probably sitting at home or wherever he is kicking himself or not. Like, why am I thinking that? <laughs> right. It He's going to totally rip that shit off, though. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, me too. It's perfect. It's Hillary. Our charity of the month for January, in honor of Martin Luther King Day, is the Southern Poverty Law Center. The Southern Poverty Law Center is a nonprofit legal advocacy organization based in Montgomery, Alabama. They specialize in civil rights and public interest litigation and are well known for their cases against white supremacy and other hate groups. In the month of January, a portion of the proceeds from the Garden Tarts merch store will be donated to the Southern Poverty Law Center. For more information, go to slpcenter.org. And for our merch store, go to thegardentarts.com. Happy January. Hey there, friends, fans, and listeners. Jenny here. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a pretty big U2 fan. And if you're a pretty big U2 fan, you probably know about Bono's work in Africa through the organizations Red and One. Now, more than ever, it is imperative we give them our support as they are not only fighting the AIDS pandemic, but also the COVID-19 pandemic. And you can help. Go to red.org and one.org to find out how you can be involved. So Bono, via the YouTube social accounts, did post something. He posted um, a picture of Biden and a picture of Harris each getting sworn in. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it starts off, you know, very typical him. As an Irishman, I've always believed America isn't just a country. It's an idea. When the whole world has a stake in Lady Liberty has been bruised and battered these past four years. But today her flame burns bright as we watch her torch transfer to two new leaders who will calm the waters even while they chart a new course. That's going to make me cry. <laughs> he quotes Yates, says Godspeed, you know, we're making, they're making history. And here's to those conservatives who, when incited to turn your back on democracy, chose to put country over party, truth over tribalism, and accepted that the people had spoken. I'm looking at this picture that they that you two accounts posted of First Lady Dr. Jill Biden holding the Bible that President Biden chose to get sworn in on. If you aren't from here or don't know, it is not mandatory to be sworn into yeah. a Bible. The elected official, no matter what you are being sworn into, you get to choose whatever text you want to put your hand on and get sworn in, or you could do no text at all. But I love the information on this Bible. First of all, it weighs five pounds. And some talk show hosts, late night show hosts asked 
Dr. Biden if she had been lifting weights <laughs> to prepare. <laughs> I bet she Jimmy has. Or I don't know. It is huge. It is apparently, if I remember correctly, 127 years old. It has been passed down the Biden side of the family and every important date in his life has been written in there. So every, and he's been sworn in a lot of times. Every swearing in and all, everything. So now I'm looking at this picture of now Vice President Harris being sworn in and her husband, the first, first gentleman of our country. The first, holding, second gentleman. The first, I'm sorry, the first, second gentleman. Yes. Yes. yes I'm sorry. Well, I, really, he is the first gentleman because there's a first lady and he's... But if... If the president was a married woman, then that he would be the, be the first gentleman. Right. This, right. Yeah. But, so but I mean, the, yeah, it's a technicality, but who cares? He's the second gentleman and it's, I love it. But so this is the first time I loved this fact. So Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who is the first Latino to sit on our Supreme Court, swore in Vice President Biden, which I thought was cool when he was vice president with Obama. But so she swore in Vice President Harris. I've sent you this article. I don't know if, if you've looked at it. But it, the whole article is about, this is going to kill me. It's just two women doing something very, very important. They're looking at each other. They are trusting each other. And no men are involved in the decision right. or the outcome of this moment. That women can have conversations and make decisions amongst themselves to be leaders in the world. Oh, God. It's a pretty... Um, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's a really, really quick read. Mm -hmm. It will send you in the tears, but you'll read it in like three minutes. Apparently the whole thing took like 65, 62 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but the author pulls out at the seven second mark, at the 13 second mark. And it was just all these little moments. Holy shit. And I remember like my kids are aware that this is important, but they are, maybe they're just unimpressed by like the pomp and circumstance of it all. I hope one day they understand the importance of it to our generation okay. because they were not aware of presidential elections until Hillary Clinton ran. There have always been women in the race for them, right. which is awesome that it doesn't feel like a big deal to them. Oh, that's I guess absolutely awesome. awesome. But holy shit. If you had asked me, so before Hillary was a contender for president four years ago, and even after, if you had asked me if we would have a woman in the White House in my lifetime, I'm not sure I would have confidently said yes. And there are, I hope there are a lot more elections. Right. Obviously, our focus is when we talk about women, we're talking about empowered women. And it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what they dress. But I got to tell you. Oh, go, girl. Yep. <laughs> oh. Michelle Obama, Jill Biden, Vice President Harris, Hillary Clinton, Laura Bush, obviously Lady Gaga and Amanda Gorman. All of them. All of them looked, and Ella Elmoff. I think I, I'm saying that right. But yeah. every one of those women just, they just shine. And and it's inside and out. And I mean, I say that for every single person that would, every, all of the women I listed. Yeah. And I, I flashback, and again, I, I hate to talk about, you know, a family member, but, you know, think about four years ago and Melania. She, I mean, I thought it looked like she was like a prisoner 
She looked miserable. She smiled, yeah. and then he turned around, and she frowned. Yeah. And I mean... And I'm sure she looked lovely. I'm sure her dress was great, but I don't... Her presence was not... She just kind of went with the flow. Yeah. And I know that Dr. Biden and Michelle Obama and Laura Bush and Hillary Clinton would all and have put their foot down. Yeah. With everyone, with their husband, I mean, it's... So the difference between powerful women and empowering women is that an empowering woman is powerful because she lifts those around them. And when you're watching those women on the inauguration this year, and first of all, none of them wore those outfits hoping to not get noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone was like, I hate to be frivolous, but can we talk about their clothes? I was like, are you kidding me? They didn't... Like, I mean, I are going to steal the show. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We should do that. Those things because we can. And in that regard, I think we we have a different kind of power than yeah men. And they Um, they wore purple on purpose. They wore white on purpose. It was amazing. Yeah, Michelle Obama, Jesus. My sister's like, why is Michelle Obama the only one who's got a coat that fits? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, because she got hers tailored. She's like, you know, they all got them all tailored. I'm like, well, she has the best tailor. Right. Everybody else uses Bono's tailor. <laughs> I actually thought about this. <laughs> I mean, she yeah, just, that. oh my God, she's so amazing. She looked like a superhero. Slash supermodel. Yeah. Well, aren't all the female superheroes look like supermodels? They do. Yeah. So you're right. She did look. Have you seen? Know. I mean, there's lots of drawings of her and everything now. It's like a Jedi with like a lightsaber. I did see that. So I think that also we, we can't not address the elephant in the room that is Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders. I feel like broke, broke the in. internet for good and. <laughs> Not not like for good in terms of longevity, but in a good way. He broke the internet. Yeah. And I felt like that's like the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly hope he will make an appearance in our not that I mean we posted pictures of him, but maybe in the art for this uh okay. we yeah. maybe have a mini for That's me, a good so. idea. <laughs> Just Oh my god. Yeah, the funny things are <laughs> everywhere. Did you hear that he really quickly made a sweatshirt with that picture on it and mm-hmm. sold them all out in like days and then gave it all to a Vermont charity? Really? I mean, it's only been five days and it's like right. they're all gone. I don't think we need to go into it more because I think the universe has seen it. But if you haven't, right. just look up Bernie Sanders. That's it. That's all you need to... If you want to add memes or mittens to that, go for it. I saw a picture today of OJ putting mittens on, and they said, mittens are fitting, you must be a quitting. (laughs) I haven't seen that one. Yeah. People are so clever. I've seen a bunch of YouTube-related ones, too, which are just... People are having so much fun. It's awesome. I had fun with it. I yeah. Mean, did sure. he look like he, he really was? Right. So usually after 
the inauguration, there's a parade and a big luncheon and like a dozen balls that all of the newly sworn in officials go to and this and that. But of course, none of that happened because COVID. So they had a big primetime special, which was really cool. It was hosted by Tom Hanks, who I just wanted to put a hat on. He looks so cold. And I know they like went into trailers between stuff, but he was kind of talking like, I'm so, I'm so cold. <laughs> but it opened with Bruce Springsteen and the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. It was perfect. It was perfect. John Legend performed and he was amazing. And I saw some video later on Instagram on Chrissy Teigen, his wife's Instagram, where she, she's on the phone with him. So I don't know where he is, but he's like, she's like, we did it. We did it. We performed at the inauguration. Like you did it, John, the inauguration, which was, you could just totally were so crazy excited about it. But the killer was at the very end, a lovely young woman, all in white, crazy bleached, tied down really tight hair, turns around and I'm like, who? is that you can tell this is the end and all of a sudden i'm like i know these words it was Katy perry singing fireworks and i'm just like well i'm like crying she just had a baby didn't she did she yeah but it was fireworks all like right behind the washington monument and they had vice president harris and second gentleman doug i don't know his last name (laughs) i think it's elma they're there watching and the Bidens are on the balcony at the White House watching and at some point they had that you you saw them in there I guess in the residence they had chairs a few chairs set up with like big screen TVs and President Biden was like holding a little kid like singing along and dancing the song all masked of course but man Katie I cried my fucking eyes out cried and cried and it's I'm holding them back now I couldn't believe it. It was insane. And then I went to bed. Two things. One is, we need to at some point address our love for Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. In and up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we owe her that at some yeah. point. That's fair. Because I love her so, so oh very much. Yeah. But also, I'm sure Bruce was perfect. I'm sure that was wonderful. But nothing will ever be as good as you two... doing pride at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial where Martin Luther King stood. No, this was, this was second. Yeah. This was a good second, but, and a friend of ours was circulating a clip from that performance where Bono calls out Joe Biden in the middle of the song. And so it made like, Oh, it's Joe Biden's day. And then (laughs) it's, so it's city of blinding lights. And Bono says, this is, Obama's inauguration but he said America is getting ready to leave the ground and I'm just like oh my god we're doing it again right <laughs> it was just so pertinent it was perfect so look if you haven't seen that in a while look that up you two on the Lincoln Memorial yeah I need to watch it because it's just the best thing I mean yeah. I've watched it a million times but it's just the best thing ever but them being able to sing pride right there is I doubt that Lana knew that when he was in his early 20s and wrote that song, but it was written for that moment. It was written for that exact moment. This is a really quick 
because, I mean, not that we didn't have YouTube content, because we did, but I came across this article called 10 Best U2 Songs You've Never Heard. We obviously have, but this is Is it in Rolling Stone? No, it's not. It's The website is thethings.com. It was from an article in July 25th, 2020. But I'm just going to say them really quickly because some of them are... Like, how would you not have heard this song? But I guess not everybody's us. Um, Really quickly, I'm just going to say them because I think this list is really, really interesting and also not entirely accurate, but whatever. (laughs) So number 10, 11 o'clock, TikTok. 9, 40, 8, In God's Country. Which... Well, if you didn't buy the Joshua Tree. Shouldn't people have heard that? Not if you don't own the Joshua Tree. I guess not. Seven, Unforgettable Fire. Six, Acrobat. Five, Zuropa. Four, Your Blue Room. Three, Gone. Two, Kite. And one, Summer Rain. Huh. Felt like it was a really, really interesting... Yeah. Really interesting list. Definitely. I think that whoever made the list to have... I, I just it makes me happy that kite is in there and I mean everything else, but I just feel like kite and your blue room and gone it's and summer I mean they're all really important, but those are definitely deep cuts. So yeah, I think that they did a pretty good job there. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I could come up with my list would be look entirely different from that, but. I also am not aware what people know aside from singles. But In God's Country was a single. Here in the U.S. it was? Pretty sure. And 11 o'clock TikTok. But that... It's that's so under- old, though. So old, that's understandable. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a secular fan. <laughs> so I can't really address... Unforgettable Fire, that was a, a single. Yeah, but I feel like any single pre with or without you is kind of on the table oh i i besides sunday bloody sunday the new year's day i think those yeah no you're 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 totally right like i'm not arguing this i don't know i don't i don't know that list i thought was really well done whoever the things.com are nice work i don't know anything about that site good job the things and there's a really good picture that goes with that Oh, it's a lovely picture. Yeah. Good hair and everything. Great hair. I think it's promo stuff from Songs of Experience. Okay. Because it was a look that never really developed. Mm, yeah. That was a really good look. Keep that look. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. It just went down now from there. Yeah. Not that looks matter. It doesn't matter. What you wear doesn't matter. It really but doesn't. you can be an empowered person and dress nicely as we've learned from <laughs> yes January 20th 2021 well if the universe can keep its shit together we'll be back next week with Zeropa side B I mean really nice things could happen yeah and oh yeah. Have, yeah yeah it is true so the universe if you have some fun surprises that's okay yeah like so, happy bad stuff we're done with that. Are you ready? I'm ready. Until next week, may your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. And bless the idea of America. Yeah. Yeah. Free at last. Yeah, kind of. God almighty. Yep. Yeah.
Okay, y'all. Good night. Good night.